0: Hey there, I'm Judy Kroon, Canada's keynote humorist. Welcome to another episode of Laugh Long and Prosper. I'm joined today by one of my younger sisters, Debbie. I actually have two younger sisters, Debbie and Sabrina. Sab couldn't make it today, um, but I, so she'll be on another show. But I wanted to call the show Sisters and invite other sisters in uh, later on to, uh, to come on the show. If you feel like you and your sister or you and your sisters want to join us, you're more than welcome because I think that sisters have this pretty unique bond um i know we do i know the three of us we do there's nothing like a sister they've always got your back through thick and thin now mine do anyway and if you don't have sisters oh my god i think you're missing out so i would like to introduce you to debbie deb how's it going Hey, Jude.
1: I'm good. I'm good. Coming off a loss last night, but uh, we'll get into that a little later.
0: (laughs) We will. This is how our conversations always go, by the way, folks, whether we're texting or actually talking. We do text and talk pretty well almost uh, every day, even if it's for a little bit. If we can't talk, we text, but it usually starts off with something in uh, in raptors news. Right. Um I
1: guess I should have clarified that. I said coming off a loss. It wasn't a personal loss.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there no, there's grief and pain involved. Yes. This is far worse than any loss. <laughs> the Raptors are losing, but they're trying. <laughs> we're we're big Raptors fans. You know, we don't know all the ins and outs of the Raptors and Trust me, I'm a total bandwagon rider, you know, uh, the Blue Jays. In fact, we're all kind of bandwagon riders, but I'm probably the worst because I can be very critical (laughs) as soon as we win two games in a row. I'm all in. But the Raptors do have a special place in uh, in all of our hearts. In fact, we even have Raptor boyfriends. My Raptor boyfriend was Nick Nurse. But now that Nick has been traded, I think uh, I'm liking Darko. I'm liking Darko as a coach.
1: I, I see that working for you. I, I kind of like that fit for you. I think he might be significantly shorter than you, but I'm <laughs> okay with that. Um, yes, my, my sport boyfriend jersey collection looks like an ad for missing persons, honestly. <laughs> um, I try to choose someone who's not, you know, like the front and center. Mm. So I don't go for the gladdies. Mm-hmm. I don't go for the Kawais. But ultimately, you know, things come to an end, as many relationships do. Uh, Fred was my guy. Aww. But even though he's been traded, I'm sticking by Fred. I think mm-hmm. that is going to be just, we're, we're soulmates. Um, he doesn't know <laughs> that. But uh, yeah, he's, uh, Freddie Freddy cannot be replaced. So
0: Yes, and and Sab's Sab's Raptor boyfriend, she's the only one that has a boyfriend that's still on the team is, of course, spicy. Uh, Seattle. (laughs) And we should add that we each have uh, emojis. So when we're texting back and forth during games, we use the emojis instead of the names. So spicy, of course, his emoji is, um, is the little chili, the spicy chili. Uh, Mm -hmm. Fred was a um, was the courier was the truck because Fred carries the team. Mm -hmm. Um, And also Vleet rhymes with fleet.
1: Yes.
0: Right. I forgot about that. Mine, of course, was a nurse for Nick Nurse. So, now I think I'm switching to Darko, and you're allowed to during the season. You can switch over to somebody else, but you're only allowed to do that once, once per season. Once per season, yes. But I'm liking Darko, so right now his emoji is the is the dark moon. You know, for an eclipse, the emoji. So I like Darko, so the dark moon is. I think you actually picked that emoji for him, which is pretty funny. Yes. Um, and <laughs> do you have a new Raptors boyfriend? No, I'm sticking oh. with Fred, but oh. we do
1: have new, we do have new emojis. Hmm. So Dennis, I think because we're Dutch, we can probably get away with pronouncing his name. It's strudel, yeah. It so <laughs> kind of rhymes with strudel, yes. so be the apple pie now. Right. Um, uh Grady Dick I mm-hmm. can't say on the air what his emoji is but I think <laughs> well I guess I can say at yes. and everybody understands that <laughs> I'm not easy to understand they're not as intuitive so Sir Jabaka was the shirt with the tie because he was such a sharp dresser
0: yeah yes
1: um and OG is the meh face because <laughs> his expression never changes no matter you're up you're down <laughs> he just always looks the same and just keeps working.
0: And if folks right now are going, what is the meh face? Please just <laughs> punch in M-E-H and you'll see exactly what face we'll, yes. we'll be talking about. And then you'll see why he's the meh face. So, um, and yeah, so we, uh, we do talk Raptors and then we kind of segue into Uh, Wordle and connections, connections being the latest, uh, the latest thing. Great fun. Mm -hmm. Did you get today's?
1: I did today. I did get today's. My problem is that now I'm starting to overthink it. Mm. So, and I second guess myself and I, I don't want to get any errors. And that was my issue with Wordle. So Mm. the first time I did Wordle, I got it in two. Wow. And and now I know it was just luck, Hmm. but at the time I Hmm. thought it was talent. And I have been chasing that number ever since to the (laughs) point where I stopped doing Wordle. Dab. Yes. And then, so I went on to connection I'm not gonna give up on it. The problem is when you live with someone who does it before you do. Oh
0: boy. And
1: then they send you their results. <laughs> and then it get it kind of gets in your head. So <laughs> I don't mind if you and Sab solve connection without errors, <laughs> but if my husband does, oh boy. Then I'm like, I I, I can't lose to this dude. i mm. I yeah, and then it just yeah. <laughs> and you're, and
0: you're chasing the two. Deb, no, I'm trying to move away from that. <laughs> okay. Take a page from the Raptors. Stay out of your head. Stay out of your head. <laughs> okay, You got this. You got this.
1: Okay. All right. But yes, love the puzzles.
0: All right. So connections and Wordle. So we segue into connections and Wordle. And the thing is, I will say about Deb, she's a little bit, competitive and we get this from our our father Harry and Doreen are were our parents they passed away sadly within the last uh, three years but we're kind of kooky because they were very kooky and uh, my dad was you know I still remember with dad I was doing a puzzle I had the mumps And I was probably like six years old and he just wouldn't let me get the pieces in. Like he actually took (laughs) the pieces out of my hand. I'm like, I've got the moms. I'm six. (laughs) (laughs) Never gave us a win. Never gave us a win.
1: Yeah, that is true. Yeah, no, that is definitely true. And our mom was a teacher. Mm -hmm. um, And so, you know, also had some pretty high standards and, The funny thing is, and I think a lot of people of our generation who were born in the 1900s (laughs) can (laughs) relate to our parents' style of parenting. It's very different from how I parent my own children.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Um, I think there's always, right? there's, There's always pluses and minuses. We try to learn each time and do a little bit better, but... I think it's, you know, sometimes I question myself when my kids come home with 98%, uh, should I say, where's the other 2%, which is what I heard all the time, which is why I'm chasing the word all, to get it in one, <laughs> yes. See,
0: Deb was the brain bag in the no, family. Yes, that's not true. so the has the brainy one. well, you guys were both brain bags. So, but <laughs> my dad was very actually. Both mom and dad were pretty rough with the with the marks. It's like the ninety eight percent. Where's the other two percent? Yeah. That's true. That's not true.
1: only where is it? Who got it? <laughs> right? So I, it was always Lorraine Braun. Lorraine Braun was my oh, yeah. grade. Nine rival Ventures, Google, in Calgary.
0: <laughs> we're gonna have to track down Lorraine Braun and, <laughs> and see the, how she's
1: doing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, but games with dad, yeah, wonderful.
1: Monopoly like you, he would make you mortgage everything.
0: Oh, there everything, no, there were no breaks. But then you know what happened too. As we got it, as we got older, and then alcohol entered the games, then it became fun for us, fun for our family. It's just unfortunately because we were all sort of competitive, and now we were drunk, and we'd invite outsiders in to play charades. Oh. That all that sometimes went over like a lead balloon because some people can't didn't have the uh, the, t- the, <laughs> the, uh, the the thick skin, skin right? Yes, it can be a little bit brutal. It can be uh, hand-to-hand combat at times, right?
1: A little. I don't know this pi- about this picture that you have painting. Drunken combat. <laughs> Our listeners don't take that. that
0: they, oh, they know uh, me. Yes, trust we, me. We
1: have made a few people cry.
0: Injuries. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm.
1: We regret it, but at the same time you know, we laid it out for them. Yep. I did say to this one young person, if you haven't played a lot, would you like to guess? And she said, no, I'm good oh. to give clues. Mm. Well, I'm sorry. If you're going to put yourself in that position, you know, have a clue. Like it's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> we, need <the> <laughs> we need the win. So I remember when, uh, my son brought a girlfriend home. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we plan to play charades, it was going to be over the holidays. And I said to my sisters, okay, we have blood on our hands from last mm. Christmas. True. So let's go easy on this poor girl. So she she gave her clues, her team didn't guess, unfortunately. And we all sort of held our breaths. Like what's gonna happen? Mm. And she said, you know what? I'm going to go again and we were
0: like, "Yay!" Yay! <laughs> she was the all-star. I remember that moment. I will <laughs> never forget that moment. Um so then moving on from from games, uh watching TV, then we talk about what we're watching on TV. Um, and I have to say you turned me onto the show, even though I read the book and I mm-hmm. didn't want to watch all the episodes because they're, they're still not all out, but loving, loving lessons in chemistry. Oh, yes. Yes.
1: Best show, best show I've seen in a long while. Very, mm. you know, it's a period piece. It makes me think a lot of, um, oh gosh, the chess game. Uh, Yeah, so Gambit
0: Gambit. Mm kind
1: of has that vibe. Yeah, um, the dog. Can we talk about 630?
0: Oh, 630 is triggering for both of us because we both had dogs that look like 630. So, and I lost, I recently lost my 630 about six months ago. So, but the dog is so good in it, right?
1: Yeah, he's so adorable. We lost Mm -hmm. our 630 a couple of years ago and replaced him with what I'd call maybe like a uh
0: 220.
1: <laughs> 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 <me. Poor>
0: Gibby.
1: <laughs> he ate something off the counter last night, so he's in the he's in the dog. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so lessons in chemistry amazing. Um, Brie Larson is so talented Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I didn't know that was Bill Pullman's son until you told me
0: and then I saw it. Yes and we should probably tell folks what it's about in a nutshell and I highly recommend no spoilers no No spoilers. spoilers highly recommend that you read the book uh I read the book probably in less than probably in less than a week I just really really liked it and Deb will know how I read a book I <laughs> mm. I cheat and I speed read if I'm not interested but I'll still finish it but I tell you this book I read word for word loved 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 it and uh, basically the premise is this uh this woman it's in the is it the 60s or the 50s <laughs> it
1: probably starts in the 50s and probably starts
0: in the 50s. 50s and you know what I almost can't describe it without giving it away because it turns into something that you don't expect it. She's a brilliant right. chemist, but because yes. of the times, she's not getting any recognition. she's not even allowed really to do her own experiments unless she's sort of co co-working with somebody else right and she kind of meets her nerd and mm-hmm. the two of them get along really well and then the story just develops and you'll see what mm-hmm. it develops into. Um, I think maybe it's influenced a little bit by Julia Childs, right? Uh, Because then she's also this amazing cook. I'm not going to give anything away. That's just one tiny thing. She's also this amazing cook, because she applies her chemistry skills to cooking. But you have to see how the show developed. What I think is really sad, is that I didn't think and I suppose this is naive of me, but the sexism that was even in something like frickin' chemistry lab. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, It's just amazing what she has to, to fight through just to be recognized as, as a chemist. As being equal right? Right?
1: male counterparts. Yes. And, uh, It is amazing. Of course, all of the admin staff and the secretaries are women. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, there's a scene where she's sort of forced to participate in this bathing suit competition for Mm -hmm. the company Christmas party. Uh, Again, not a spoiler, but I think it just highlights the the times. And yeah, I think in those male-dominated fields, you know, it was even more likely to... To happen that way uh but I want to know you don't you apply chemistry went to your cooking <laughs> <laughs>
0: all the time where's my Bunsen burner <laughs> <laughs> hey listen uh speaking of uh of the sciences I did watch a great documentary that I wanted to share with you because Deb and I always like to share takeaways in terms of what mm-hmm. we're reading or watching on mm-hmm. TV Um, So there's this great documentary called Live to 100 Secrets of the Blue Zone. And Mm -hmm. the, uh, the host basically travels to these places in the world where you have people living over 100 years old. And they're called... Uh, blue zones. And there's an area in Japan. There's an area in Greece. There's an area in Italy. There's an area, Loma Linda in California, the only North American city that's in there. Um, there's another place in Ecuador, I believe. But the takeaways for me uh, were that the three things that really seemed to work, uh, diet, uh, community, and within that community humor, lots of laughter, mm. but within that humor and community, th- no one was left behind. Like the older people in the, there was very low, um, low numbers of dementia in areas uh, in many of the, in many of these blue zones. And they said, yes, it was diet, but it's probably related as well to, um, the socializing. Mm-hmm. Um, and what was also pretty cool about that was that you can say, yes, it's probably attributed to dieting, but the other side thing to this great community is because these older people are welcomed because they're respected in these communities. You don't have old folks homes because mm-hmm. they're, you know, they can, number one, they're healthier so they can take care of themselves. And number two, they're accepted into the community right up until they pass. Mm -hmm. So it was diet, community, and within uh, community humor. But the third takeaway was movement, just moving, whatever Mm -hmm. it is that they were doing. So those were the three things for me. So live to 100, Secrets of the Blue Zone, loved it.
1: Ah oh, you know it, it's funny as you were talking about that it reminds me it makes me think a lot of our our parents mm-hmm. um mom in particular so our, our dad was from Holland and our mom was from British Guyana mm-hmm. and you know when i think about the way our mom grew up they you know they certainly were not poor but they were definitely not wealthy um however you know this sense of in terms of diet they there was no eating out there was no takeout there weren't any processed foods it was fresh food they cooked every day whatever they had they shared um and again that you know sense of community that you're talking about that the parents lived with their children and you know you know in mom's case she and her sisters helped to raise some of their brother's children And it was just without question. And our mom always said, well, there was no sort of network to help people if they didn't have family who could help them out. But I also think that was just such a part of their culture. And it continued even, you know, when mom and dad immigrated to Canada via Holland, (laughs) They, you know, then our, you know, my aunt and uncle and nine children from yeah. Diana came and lived with us and stayed with us and, and our cousins are still a part of our lives. And when we get together, it's about laughter, food. Mm-hmm. Food's <laughs> laughter, a big food, thing. Drink, yeah. And and that just extended community, whether it's your, you know, the older members, your cousins, your nieces and nephews. And that thread just still continues to be strong. So I can see, I can see why in North America we have the, you know, the, the idea of the nuclear family and you say you have your, you know, your two kids and everything is focused on your family of two or three or four or five. And, you know, maybe they're, it, for lots of different reasons, where people live, how people live. Um, the focus is much more on just kind of being busy, I feel busy, 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 mm-hmm. until you retire and wait for this time in your life when you can quote unquote, relax. But I, uh, you know, that <laughs> that's not a given. So I just Yeah, I don't I think I got a little off track. No,
0: not at all. And you know, you touch on again, touching on diet, we said those big three things, of course, community and humor Mm -hmm. and and uh, movement. Uh, But just uh, hitting that note about diet, a lot of these areas are starting to uh, shrink, and the big reason is because guess what guess what's moving into those areas getting closer and closer fast food chains mm-hmm. so uh so yeah we were very very lucky and we're going to touch on this again in another podcast and like I said I hope that some other sisters join us mm-hmm. uh but we're lucky we're unique you know our dad like I said our dad was from Holland our mom was from Guyana I always joke that we're half Dutch one quarter Asian one eighth black and one eighth vodka it's a perfect combination <laughs> So listen on that note I do have to jump here But again, I would like to thank my sister Debbie for joining me on this. And hopefully we can get Sabrina to join us the next time or maybe some other sisters. Always fun to
1: chat. And do if people listen to this and comment on it, can they share their raptors emojis, please?
0: Yes. More importantly, we need those (laughs) raptors emojis (laughs) immediately. All right. (laughs) Very, very important. All right, (laughs) folks. Well, thank you for tuning in. And until next time. Laugh, long, and prosper.